day after the, the end of the meeting. Uh, Mayor Pai Boon was just walking out the back. And he said to me, we come and pray and dedicate the new uh, provincial hospital to the Lord tomorrow. So uh, last Monday, Margaret and Jill and myself, we went along to pray uh, for the new hospital. And he took us up to the third floor of the hospital. Took us into uh, a room which is about as wide as the platform but as long as, as the width of the church. He says this is the room that we've set aside to be the church in the hospital. So I'm giving it to you, whatever you want to use it for. He says, I really like the 24-7 prayer idea that we saw in, in the hotel in Malaysia. So I'm just blown over the fact that in the new provincial hospital, there will be a place of worship for Christians that we can bless the whole. Yeah, I think it might just turn out to be the number one operating room. Right, so we see people here live and they don't need the doctor, hallelujah. Praise God, this Amen. is exciting stuff. We're seeing God change the, 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 the infrastructure of Phuket. Now before you get, you think, wow, we're still just a small church, what is God doing? You will not be, you will just not believe, I'm still pinching myself over the effects from last week's message. I sent a small pricey of the message to Ed Silvosa. He sent, since sent it to pastors all around the world. And it's, it sparked off a, a, a real uh, avalanche of people uh, uh, repenting and blessing and giving all around the world. I got this uh, email, this email from Ed and, and responses coming in at, at midnight, midnight last night. And I lay in bed and the tears were coming down my face. Margaret was already in that special place between earth and heaven. And uh, <laughs> she keeps telling me off for, for leaving my phone on in the middle of the night. <laughs> but I, just, I have to know. I can't sleep if I don't know what's happening. But she can't sleep when I'm looking at what's happening. So we, we've, uh, we've got a bit of a problem there. But praise God, uh, we've had, we're starting to get emails from around the world. This morning I got one from Argentina. Saying how much the, the uh, testimonies from Phuket had challenged and changed uh, a church leader in Argentina. 
Ingrid got an email from Kenya. Our testimonies of things that have happened here were told and miracles happened in the meeting and people were healed. We've had an email from uh, one of the leading evangelists in Japan saying how uh, 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 input into Japan has caused him to, to have shed tears of joy.
what exactly changed in his life? He was still a fisherman. The thing that changed was his priority. Peter had a change in priorities. He submitted himself to the authority of God in his life. And today, the words of Jesus come to us. Jesus says, come follow me. relevant today as it ever was. Praise God. We have a selection of different ice creams available on the platform. And it's just finding the right uh, flavour. Obviously vanilla is the flavour of the day today. <laughs> recognized that Jesus even though he was trained as a carpenter knew more about fishing than he did sometimes we struggle with accepting that if we we submit ourselves to the Lordship of Christ he actually knows what's best for us Peter's professional qualifications were I'm a, a fisherman, I've been a fisherman all my life. We don't know about Peter's father, but I'm pretty sure Peter's father would have been a fisherman as well. We know that Jesus was trained by Joseph to be a carpenter. But a recognition came to Peter because Peter recognized that Jesus was not just a carpenter in the way of the world but he was the creator of heaven and earth and he recognized that the very fish that he was catching were fish that Jesus had created. Peter might have been the best fisherman in Capernaum. But Jesus is the one who'd made all the fish. And Jesus knew all about fish. So that when they went out for, uh, when they met Jesus after they'd been fishing all night and caught nothing. But Jesus says, we'll put your nets there. Because Peter had answered this call, come follow me. He didn't say, what do you know about fish, Jesus the carpenter? But he went out and cast his nets in the spot that Jesus told him to do. And the result was the biggest catch of fish he'd ever had. The nets were bursting to breaking point. And Peter 
things and say. So this progressive revelation of God increases that level of faith. So that we can be equipped to do the work of God above our normal capacity. By faith we can operate on a level that reverses the effect of sin. And establishes the kingdom rule of God. Why can we do that? Because of our increased revelation of who Jesus is. Gives us an added anointing by God. So that we overcome many obstacles by faith. Last week we challenged everyone to, to give. Because there are many things that by faith we've sowed into that we need to see accomplished. And we had a tremendous response. Praise God. And bless you. Hallelujah. Did you know that the blessing doesn't stop? And as I've shared with you this week, so many incredible things have happened. On Wednesday and Thursday, Pastor Naka, myself, and uh, Pastor Ice, and, and uh, uh, Power Evangelist Wan Lapa went to Trang. We met with uh, leaders of churches in the south of Thailand. I was talking with Ed Silvoso till 2.15 on the phone uh, on Wednesday morning. And at 7 I was driving the car. And uh, it was just torrential rain all the way. And what was supposed to be a five hour drive was a bit longer. And just before I fell asleep, Nock took over the driving. Praise God. When we got there, all I wanted to do was sleep. And we, we're going to have a panel and a discussion. And the people on the panel, Pastor Brian, come on up. And the panel lasted four hours. Four hours. But we were able to share with how uh, uh, we can see breakthroughs in, 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 in opening um, um, preaching points and, 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 and uh, churches in different parts of Phuket and Panga. And after a couple of testimonies, uh, the, the, the leader of the meeting said, uh, Oh, uh, um, Kumwanlapa, please come up and share. Right, the lady who is known around the world as the ice cream lady. That's where all these microphones come from. She was just able to share with people how, by simple faith, people are led to Jesus. And 
and so PCC was there affecting the churches in the south of Thailand. Isn't God great? The blessings that have come this week are just incredible. God is doing wonderful things. And it comes as we have an increased revelation of who Jesus is. Now this anointing is on us at all times. It's not just upon us in a great meeting in church. But that anointing is upon us when we're at home and when we're at work. When we're at school or university. In fact, most of us would agree that we need to know the power of God in our lives more when we're in the world than when we're at church on Sunday. For many Christians, a church meeting is the pinnacle of their experience in God. And so they give everything they can on a Sunday. Jumping up and down in the worship. Writing more pages than I've got in my notes, in their notes, as I preach. And they miss out on the greatest thing. Read the New Testament. Most of the really exciting stuff took place outside the four walls of the synagogue or the church. When, when Mark and Sharon see a girl's life changed and transformed in the She Project, that's more exciting than anything that ever goes on on Sunday. When, like last Monday when Margaret and Jill and I went with, with Mayor Pai Boon and we prayed over the hospital. Wow, this was shaking the kingdom of God. This was declaring that this hospital is going to be built without corruption, it's going to be built to, with, with honest and true intent, and it's going to be a place of blessing for the people of Phuket. This is an incredible stand that we make with God and it's not happening in the meeting on Sunday. This is 24-7 stuff in our lives in the world. Listen, we need to read the Bible as it is. John 3.16 does not say for God's soul of the church. It says for God's soul of the world. And it's time that we started looking, stop, that we stopped looking in towards the, what we can do in church and look to what we do every day in the world. Now don't get me wrong. I'm not telling everybody not to come to church again. If you 
don't come to church, how on earth can you celebrate birthdays? Now there's more to it than that, isn't there? The Word of God tells us not to forsake the gathering of ourselves together. Why? Because we need to receive and we need to impart to one another. It bless, look, I'm always telling you that I'm going to bless your socks off, but last week my socks went off. Right. It was fantastic to hear so many people coming up and bringing the word of God from their heart. Nothing was rehearsed. But you were moved by the Spirit of God. Praise the Lord. And it's amazing how everything fit together. So that that service impacted the whole world. You haven't been privy to all the emails that have come in. But I just want to tell you, there's just so many, I can't cope with it. I, I was just, as I said, I was just lying in bed crying, thinking, wow, I didn't realize the impact of that message last Sunday. Church is where we birth corporate vision. But it's a launching pad for us to do the work of the Lord in the world. We need to emulate the pattern of New Testament church. Together as church on a Sunday. But that is not the end of it. We have a 24-7 church. Because we, because we live in a 24-7 world. And what do I mean by 24-7 church? It means our faith is demonstrated. We actually go and we pray that God will change situations. It means that our voices are heard. What does the word of God tell us? What does Paul say? I am not ashamed of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we need not be ashamed to tell people that we belong to God. That Jesus is our Savior and Lord. Because the one who redeemed us can redeem them. The one who has helped us supernaturally in many occasions is the one who can help them too. He is our deliverer, he is our healer. It's incredible how we've seen uh, um, uh, this happen in, in people's lives who have only been Christians for a few days. When we think of the church in Takopa, and we think of uh, Um, who uh, has she given birth yet? 
And then I asked somebody, I think it was Nock. Yeah, I asked Nock what it was. What's that? And he says, it's a pomegranate. So I thought, praise God. And it's good for your health. Yeah, it's good, eh? Praise the Lord. I didn't know what it was. But unless I planted the thing, I wouldn't have it. And I'm so much more excited now because I've got a pomegranate tree. Have you? I have. Ooh. Right. So I'm really excited. And if we don't sow the seed, we won't get the joy of the fruit. But praise God, here's the other good news. 24-7 church reaps the fruits as well. Hallelujah. Praise God. Sunday then becomes a time of impartation and thanksgiving to God. For all the things that he's giving to us and doing for us throughout the week. We need progressive revelation to become effective in the marketplace. Matthew, the disciple, was a tax collector. What did he do after he became a disciple? Well, he wrote the Gospel of Matthew. What did he do besides that? It might have been something to do with money, I would suggest. What about Zacchaeus? He was a tax collector. Did he stop collecting taxes? This was his job. It was his career. It's all he knew how to do. We somehow read the, the story and think, oh, he just stopped and gave everything away. What did he do then? Die of starvation. We have the example in Peter that Peter never stopped being a fisherman. It might be the same with Matthew and Zacchaeus. However, one important thing changed. They stopped their corrupt practices. They recognized the authority of Jesus over their business dealings. They knew that they had a greater responsibility to Jesus in their work than they did to their bosses. Just think about this for a moment. If you're more committed to Jesus than your workplace, I'm not saying you're not committed to your workplace. I'm saying that Jesus takes priority. If that's the case, you will be more honest. More reliable. More trustworthy. More faithful. Harder work working. What boss wouldn't want that? Only a corrupt one. 
้นเศร้านายที่ชอบชอบโอมใช่ไหมคะชอบคอร์รัปชันแบบนั้นก็ไม่เอาลูกน้องที่ซื่อสัตย์แบบนั้นเหมือนกัน However, the real benefit of you putting Jesus first in the workplace. แต่อย่างไรก็ตามนะคะผลประโยชน์หรือว่าสิ่งที่เป็นเป็นสิ่งที่ดีมากมากเวลาที่ท่านได้ให้พระเยซูมาเป็นอันดับหนึ่ง Comes from the blessing that you receive and comes upon the business or the 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 school or or the government office because you walk in righteousness. ผลที่มันเกิดขึ้นก็คือพระพรที่พระเจ้าจะเทลงมาไม่ว่าจะเป็นในที่ทำงานแห่งนั้นในโรงเรียนแห่งนั้นในสถานที่ทางราชการแห่งนั้นหรือที่ไหนก็แล้วแต่ผลที่ท่านได้รับคือพระพรที่พระเจ้าจะเทลงมา Last week I asked this question. Are you here because of what Jesus can do for you, or are you here because of what you can do for Jesus? This revelation can seriously change your life. Can fill your life with joy and peace. มันสามารถที่ทำให้หัวใจของท่านเต็มด้วยความชื่นชมยินดีและสันติสุข And birth a fruitfulness in you that you've not known before. และมันก็จะทำนำมาซึ่งการเกิดผลในชีวิตของท่านอย่างที่ท่านไม่เคยเห็นมาก่อน Jesus said to many of the disciples, "Come, follow me." พระเยซูได้บอกกับสาวกหลายหลายคนบอกว่าจงตามเรามาเถิด The response was always immediate. และผลนะคะก็คือว่าทันทีทันใดทันทีทันใดเขาตามพระองค์ And as Jesus says those same words to us today, what is your response? เช่นเดียวกันพระเยซูกำลังบอกเราด้วยว่าจงตามเรามาเถิดพี่น้องจะตอบพระองค์ว่าอย่างไร Now it is true that initially we all looked to Jesus as our Savior. แน่นอนว่าเราหาพระเยซูเนี่ยเราต้องให้พระเยซูเป็นองค์พระผู้ช่วยรอดอยู่แล้วเป็นอันดับหนึ่งใช่ไหมคะ I thank God today that Jesus saved me. ขอบคุณพระเยซูในวันนี้ที่พระเยซูช่วยให้ข้าพเจ้าได้รับความรอด I came to Jesus 33 years ago. อาจารย์รับเชื่อนะคะมาเชื่อพระเยซูเมื่อประมาณ33ปีที่ผ่านมา And I remember it very well. และอาจารย์ก็จำประสบการณ์วันนั้นได้อย่างดี At that time, everything was asking Jesus, please forgive me, please help me to live a life for you. ในวันนั้นอาจารย์ได้ขอนะคะตอบพระเยซูว่าพระเยซูโปรดทรงยกโทษให้กับลูกโปรดทรงชำระชีวิตของลูกโปรดทรงให้ชีวิตของลูกได้ติดตามพระองค์ And from that day on, I've never stopped in faith asking Jesus to answer my prayers. และตั้งแต่วันนั้นก็ยังไม่เคยที่จะหยุดขอให้พระองค์ตอบคำอธิษฐานเลย And he's always answered them. และพระองค์ก็ตอบคำอธิษฐานทุกอย่าง Sometimes yes. บางครั้งพระองค์ตอบว่าได้ Sometimes no. บางครั้งพระองค์ตอบว่าไม่ได้ Sometimes wait. บางครั้งพระองค์ก็บอกว่าเดี๋ยวก่อน And sometimes the strangest ones is just silence. แต่ที่แปลกกว่าเพื่อนก็คือว่าไม่ได้ยินเสียงเท่าไหร่นะคะนั่นก็คือการตอบของพระองค์อีกรูปแบบหนึ่ง But in the fullness of time, I thought, I'm so glad that God didn't answer me then. แต่พี่น้องรู้ไหมคะว่าหลังจากนั้นนะคะก็มักจะมองย้อนกลับไปแล้วก็มักจะมีความคิดว่าดีจังเลยที่พระเจ้ายังไม่ตอบตอนนั้นเพราะพระองค์ทรงรู้ดีใช่ไหมคะ And even now, I'm asking God for things. เช่นเดียวกับตอนนี้ก็กําลังขออธิษฐานขอจากพระเจ้าทูลขอจากพระเจ้าเหมือนกัน Electricity, Hallelujah. ขอไป Praise the name of Jesus. Peter and Matthew and the other disciples never had that initial opportunity to see Jesus as Savior. Pedro, Matthew, and the other disciples never had the opportunity to see Jesus as Savior. เพราะอะไรเขาได้ติดตามพระเยซูในฐานะองค์จอมเจ้านายก่อนที่พระเยซูจะสิ้นพระชนบนไม้กางเขนถูกไหมคะ And they bore fruit from the righteous decisions that they made in obedience to God even before they knew the joy of the resurrection และเขาก็ได้เกิดผลมีชีวิตที่เกิดผลจากการตัดสินใจของเขาอย่างชอบธรรมที่จะให้พระเยซูเป็นองค์จอมเจ้านายก่อนที่เขาจะได้เห็นถึงการทรงไทยการทรงช่วยให้รอดที่พระเยซูจะประทานให้เขาในภายหลังด้วยซ้ำไป 
than every other man and woman of God in the Old Testament. So what a privilege we have today. That the moment we come to God. We can know that our sins are forgiven and that we have eternal life. However, we also need to to see that even without that assurance, we can still follow Jesus as Lord. We have a foundation laid of salvation. We can stand on it. And proclaim like Paul, death, where is your sting? Jesus said, let not your hearts be troubled. That's about the future and about what's going to happen to us. We don't have to worry about that. Because we belong to Jesus. Our sins are forgiven. And we have an eternal hope. And with that foundation. When that revelation, the lights come on. in stepping out to serve Jesus. What a privilege we have. We need to respond to the call of God upon our lives. God has called us to serve Him in the places of government, in the places of business, in the places of education. God has called us to serve Him in the city and in the home and in the church. Praise God for His calling. And as He says, come follow me. How are we going to respond? We appreciate the sacrifice that Jesus made on the cross for us. His mercy that gives us forgiveness of sin. When we repent and choose to believe in Jesus. His grace to us as we live in the blessings of our relationship and salvation. But in all of these blessings we have a daily choice to make. How will I follow Jesus today? Every revival in history is typified by a community's response to this challenge. A real revival is not about what happens inside the church alone. It is how the community as a whole responds to the outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon his people. And as God's kingdom is established in the city. So how can this happen through you and me? 
Especially if we as individuals fail to live under the kingdom rule. How many of us fail on a daily basis to live according to the commands of Jesus? Maybe deep down we have the desire to live for Jesus. But we allow our feelings to get the better of us. We respond to circumstances. And we fall under the influence of sin. In closing today, I believe I have a word that will set some people free. This is the truth. You don't have to be the person who sins yourself to be affected by sin. Maybe you are struggling in your work with God because of what someone else has done. The actions of someone else influence the way you now think and act. It affects your ability to love them. It affects your ability to serve them. It affects your ability to speak peace to them. To have fellowship with them. And most of all to join in unity with them to win victories by prayer in the kingdom of God. It also affects your willingness to accept what they can do for you. You may even recognize that that person has spiritual gifts that can help you. But you come to resent the fact that you are estranged from those benefits. You see, you should have a trusting relationship with them, but you don't. Now here is the truth that can set you free. You ready? The greater the sin committed against you, the greater the grace God has already made available to you. ให้ความบาปนั้นได้ทำให้ท่านสามารถให้อภัย
We started the service today by singing Amazing Grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. And here's the crunch part of the verse. I used to be blind. But now I see. That's the power of revelation. As today we see things that we heard about but we've never understood before. That the grace of God comes to us and shows us that by faith in Jesus Christ the power of sin is broken. Revival will come because God is moving by His Spirit. We've heard today how it's touching the whole world. That means we allow Him to take us into a deeper kingdom relationship by revelation of truth. นะคะนั่นหมายความว่าเรายอมนะคะที่จะให้ชีวิตของเราดําเนินไปด้วยการปกครองตามแผ่นดินของพระเจ้าเพราะเราเลือกที่จะดําเนินชีวิตตามอย
And he was given a command by Jesus to feed my sheep. This is a deeper revelation. Father God, help us Lord to feed the sheep. Lord Jesus, help us to be submitted to you. We break the power of the influence of sin in our lives. No matter what the source, no matter what the effect it has on us, your grace is already enough. So we claim that grace in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God, the blessing of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you. Don't forget this Friday night, it's uh, Siang Thai anniversary, 7 p.m. here for a free meal. After the service today we're going to Lem Hin to celebrate Lex's birthday. Bless you.